Okay, you ready? The way it said properly is WNBC. This is key. Come on. WNBC. No, no. It's gotta be more like this. <clears throat> Listen up. WNBC. You hear that kind of lift? NBC. WNBC. WNBC. Why This is the Tigers Radio Network. This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Zach's Hamburgers, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, the Monroe Agency of Allstate Insurance, Sproul Lanes of Springfield, Delaware County, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, and Delco Cleanouts. Novarens looks to pass on fourth down. Incomplete, picked off! Mapanuts on far side of the field that time! Looks like it's Parker Moss on the interception from Marple Newtown. Kandoff from Davis goes to Rosanio. He finds a hole, slips another tackle. Great block in the middle of the field. And there goes Rosanio. He's got one to men to beat. Cuts back the other way. Gets another block. Ten, five, touchdown, Anthony Rosanio. And Tommy Davis takes the snap, fakes it to one man, gives it to Rosanio on the edge. He gets the hole. That's the outside. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Rosanio and the Tigers. Durkin again, shotgun drum in the backfield. He's going to look to pass. He's looking, looking, and he is sacked. Huge play right there by senior captain Corey Power. One man in the backfield, two wide receivers uh, near, one far in a tight formation. He goes in motion, and Tommy Davis is going to pass back. He's got Vexel wide open. Touchdown, Tigers! I want to congratulate Coach uh, Ray Junta on his 58th victory. 58 wins puts him atop the all-time wins list for coaches here at Marple Newtown. Davis hands off to Binder. Goes off tackle. Finds the hole. He's got a big hole. 20, 15, 10. He's got the touchdown. Binder. DeFabio gets the ball. Runs near side of the football field and punches it into the end zone. Touchdown. Marple Newtown. Austin DeFabio. Three seconds remaining. 37-yard field goal attempt coming up. Here's the snap. Here's the snap. A little low. And it is blocked. It is blocked by Marple Newtown. Tigers win the ball game. 2.15 to go, third down and eight from the Cougar 45. Durham's going to look to pass. He's under pressure. It's a screen pass. Intercepted Craig Hamilton across the 30. 20, 10-5. Touchdown, Craig Hamilton and Marple Town. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here is Jim Alsman, Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, and Greg Pecco. Well, 
welcoming you in live to the campus of Springfield High School in Springfield, Pennsylvania. I'm Greg Pecco. Along with me, Steve Reynolds, here for what is the final night game of the Marple Newtown season. Coming into this one, and, and Steve, uh, a cold night finally here in the Delaware Valley for football. Greg, it feels like finally feels like football weather here. It's brisk out. Some guys have Under Armour in. Other guys just going out there with nothing in, ready to go out there and play some football. Little intimidation factor. Before we get to look at tonight's game between Springfield and Marple Newtown, let's run you down the Central League update here with about two weeks left in the season. Garner Valley still atop the league at 7-0. They play at Haverford tonight and, at, and Conestoga at home in two weeks, followed by Pencrest at 7-1, Upper Darby and Haverford. Upper Darby 6-1, Haverford's 5-1. Upper Darby has Stoga and Pencrest coming up. Haverford has Garnet Valley and Ridley coming up. And then Conestoga's 5-2. They are still contenders. They need a lot of help, but they play at, at Upper Darby and at Garnet Valley. So those are your five teams that can still play for something there. Uh, Steven, let's just run down the scenarios. Garnet Valley clinches the league tonight if they win or if Pencrest loses. Pencrest needs Garnet Valley to lose out, and they have to win out. Upper Darby needs to win out and have Garnet Valley lose out. As they play Pencrest, it would beat Pencrest. Um, that would help them. For the uh, Haverford needs a needs to win out. They need Garnet Valley and Pencrest to lose out, and they need Upper Darby to lose once. And then finally Conestoga, um, they have to beat Garnet Valley. Obviously, they need Garnet Valley to then lose out, Pencrest to lose out, and Haverford lose out and beat Upper Darby. So th- that's the that's the very end of it, though, Steve. That, that's a lot. That's a lot. But uh, hey, um, big game we're going to look at tonight is Garnet or uh, Upper Darby and Conestoga both. Those teams are just outside, uh, looking in. So both those teams need to win out. It's going to come down to tonight. You know which team can move forward, and then Upper Darby. They have uh, Pancrest next week, as you were saying, and uh, Conestoga finishes with Garnet Valley. So that's for those two teams that win out. It's going to be tough. And as you said, Ridley still has a shot in there. Pancrest and Garnet Valley. I don't want to say they're comfortably in there, but yeah. um, they're more. I think Pancrest around the 10-11 seed, and Garnet Valley is up in the top three. Yeah, uh, so four A standings overall. Four A tops in District One is Ruston at eight zero. Coatesville's second at eight zero. Garnet Valley's now fourth. Pencrest is twelfth. Conestoga, Haverford, Upper Darby, and Ridley all have an opportunity, but they're eighteenth, twenty first, twenty second, and twenty fifth respectively. Three A Pottsgrove leads that. Uh, Academy Park is two. Henderson's three. Glen Mills, the Delaware County School, uh, is four. And then Springfield and Interboro kind of round out the, the Delco schools. And we'll see Springfield tonight. They need a win here tonight to preserve their playoff hopes. Yeah, they're coming in here four and four, three and four in the league. As you said, they're sixth uh, out of eight teams um, tr- vying for that you know, those top eight playoff spots, and you know it's, it'll help them too. I think they can still get in, you know, finishing five hundred, maybe a five and five. But it'll help if they can win out and just you know save that spot, maybe move up a little bit in the standings. And that provides a perfect transition into the game we have on tap for you tonight. Marple Newtown coming in senior night here at Springfield for the. Cougars. Uh, so we will have that coming up in just a minute. Steve, your thoughts on tonight's game as we await the coin toss? Well, there's a couple of keys to the game here. Marple Newtown's got to come out with the intensity and set the toner. They got to show them what they're made of. They might be two and six, okay, but they got to let Springfield know they came ready to play the game. All right. Two, they got to cover and tackle well. The Cougars are very good in open space. Marple Newtown's got to cover well in the secondary, break down and make tackles. And number three, big plays. Big plays can win this game. We're still looking for that defensive touchdown here. Um, I'm sure Coach Orapal is looking for it too, but expecting some some guy to step up tonight. I was talking to Coach Kathleen. He expects a young guy to step up tonight. Watch out 
for number 10, though, with Turner. And, and certainly, as Steve just mentioned, Tommy Davis will be back tonight from injury, seeing some action mixed within with Marcus Weathers, I guess preparing Weathers for what's to come next season as he is a sophomore. He'll take over the reins at quarterback as a junior next year. And uh, we step aside here as the coin toss is complete. We'll have the sides for you in just a moment. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans, is your home, garage, or shed in need of a clean-out, but you just don't have the time or the strength or manpower of, say, an offensive line? Well, we have the solution for you. Delco Cleanouts is a reliable and reasonable price junk removal business that serves the greater Philadelphia area. Delco Cleanouts is your source for professional junk removal, large or small, property cleanouts, and small local moving jobs. If you are in need of these services, let Delco Cleanouts do your dirty work. For a full list of services, check out DelcoCleanouts.com or contact them at 610-638-1284. Delco Cleanouts, the reliable source for all your cleanout needs. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Springfield Marching Band providing tonight's national anthem here live from Springfield High School for what is senior night here for Springfield. Marple Newtown coming in here, Steve, and uh, Brackenier, the top running back for Springfield. He's the guy that Marple has to contain tonight. Yes, very good running back out of that pistol formation. Um, had a big game last week, 29 rushes for 128 yards. Also watch out for Brian Allen. Uh, completed 15 passes on 27 attempts. Had a rushing touchdown. 96 yards on the ground and a passing touchdown. And watch out for sophomore quarterback Carbon, who might come in and split time with Allen. So to open this game, Marple Newtown will kick off here. They will move. They will defend the left end zone, and Springfield will move right to left, defending that right when they are on defense. But they are going to start on offense with number 31, Mike Flegel, and number six, Luke Spence, returning for Springfield. Here we go, Steve. The final game under the lights this season for Marple Newtown football as they will go and play on Saturday at Lower Marion next week. Brendan Bradley to kick for the Tigers. Ball spotted up at the 40. 12 minutes on the clock. Here we go with his presentation of Central League football. Bradley's approach. He gets a kick. It's a low-line driver. It's going to hit down at the 30. It's going to be picked up at the 25 on the near side of the field. Running to that near side is number 11, Joe Huey, and he's tackled at the 43-yard line. Number 7, Abel Hoffman on the tackle as Allen and the offense come out, set up for the first drive of the game. So ball is officially spotted at the 40 as Huey ran out of bounds on this near side of the field. 11.54 on the clock. And Brian Allen in at quarterback. Three wide receivers, two to the near side, one far side. Allen out of the shotgun. Allen takes it. He's going to hand off to Brackenier, who runs up the middle for a good 10 yards and brought down at the 50-yard line. Big first down to start for Springfield. So catcher Kotze and DiCamello in on the tackle for the Tigers. 
as uh, Springfield is in a hurry-up offense right now. Allen setting up his offense in a flag as the whistle blows. This is usually false start or defensive encroachment, so we will see. Looks like the offensive tackle jumped. But they're gonna they're gonna maybe call encroachment here. Yep. That's what it's gonna be. So the ball will be moved five yards in favor of Springfield to the Marple 45 here. It'll be first and five for the Cougars. Not a good way to start here if you're the Tigers. Harris, the slot receiver in this three-wide receiver shotgun set. Allen's going to hand it off to Brackenier, who's going to go far side on a sweep. And he's only going to pick up a yard on the play as he's brought down at the 44 on the far side of the field, Steve. Brackenier takes the ball. Looks like he had the edge there, but Kachikotzi at the end and Nick Rhodes, at outside linebacker, do a good job of stringing it out and letting middle linebacker A.J. Cunningham to come in and make the play on Brackenier. So it'll be second down and five. Out of the pistol now is Allen, and flags in, whistle blows. This time it looks like it's going to be the guard on the Cougars. Jumped early. And here's the official signal. And it is a false start, so it'll be second down and ten. So essentially that encroachment earlier washes out now as it's now second and ten. And the Cougars waiting for the play, trying to get a play in as the signal's coming from the sidelines as they continue to go no huddle. Two wide receivers set out of the shotgun for Allen. Fakes the handoff. He's going to look to throw near side for the lefty. He's got his target at the 40. It is caught by number 32, Andrew Crowder, who makes the catch and has a first down for Springfield on the near side of the field. Number 11, Marcus Weathers in on the play there, and you see Weathers playing defense for the first time as he's going to have Davis start off his quarterback here. So it'll be first and 10 ball at the 36 of Marple Newtown for Springfield. Allen again out of that pistol style set. It's a handoff to Brackenier up the middle. He's having the pile pushed as there's a bunch of Tigers there. They eventually bring him down at the 30. So it'll be about a gain of six. Allen hands off to Brackenier up the middle. And it looks like he's tackled by DiCamillo and Cunningham in on the play there. And the fast-paced offense continues right back to the line of scrimmage for Allen. Ball at that 29-yard line. Handoff to Brackenier up the middle. He's stuffed at the line of scrimmage and brought down. There you go. A.J. Cunningham blitzing the A-gap, comes in and makes the play there on Brackenier. Marlboro Town has been very good this year up the middle with any running. And here is third down as we near that red zone. And when we do get in the red zone tonight, we will have Dave DePasqua on the sidelines helping us in those red zone areas. Allen comes out under, out of the shotgun, and there's fault. There's movement along the lines. We'll see what this is for. And it's going to be another offsides call there that Allen's bringing those hard counts there, making the defensive lineman jump. On the Tigers. Ball at the 24. It'll be first and 10 for Springfield now after the false start, the encroachment on Marple. Allen out of that pistol. Hands off to Brackenier. He goes right up the middle. He finds a hole, and he's going to be brought down in the secondary inside the 15. Looks like Ross Binder, Steve. That Binder. Comes up and makes the play there. Outside linebacker position. 12-yard gain inside the red zone. So we will have Dave DePasqua at the ready for information down there as soon as we can. And Allen hands off to Bracken here. He goes on a sweep far side of the field. He is brought down on that far side of the field that time. Number 51, Matt Sella on the tackle. 
Or not, not Matt Sell, excuse me. For Marple Newtown, number 51 is Nick Volpe. 13. From the 15-yard line. Making a lot of substitutions here. Keeping their guys fresh for the Springfield Cougars. We apologize. We do have some technical difficulties with Dave DePasqua on the sideline. We'll try and rectify that. Allen makes the pass this side to the near side of the field in the backfield. And it was number 24 with the reception, Chris Molly. Molly gets the ball in the flat. Does a good job of holding on as he uh, traps with his helmet there. If that was incomplete, it would have been a fumble. This is behind the line of scrimmage. Deep Camille does a good job coming from the linebacker position and making the tackle for the Tigers. It is third down and long for Allen. He comes out four wide receivers, three to the far side of the field. Allen takes the snap out of the shotgun. He's looking to throw near side. He's got his receiver. Good defensive play in the end zone that time. On the near side of the field by number 12 for Marple Newtown, Tom Perpilia, Steve. Perpilia does a good job getting his his arm in there. It was a bang-bang play. Could have possibly been a a defensive pass interference, but I think it was overall a great play by Perpilia getting his hands in there for the Tigers. So that will bring up fourth down and long. And still having some technical difficulties with Dave DePasqua's mic. You know, try and get as much information from him as possible at, in this game once we have that corrected. Allen takes the snap out of the shotgun. He's going to look to throw near side, and he's going to be sacked to the backfield by Marple Newtown. Turnover on down, Steve. And there you have it. Brosco, Katrakotsi, Turner, and DeCamel, all of them come in, submerge on Allen, and bring him down. I believe initially there was Brosco after he got held, but broke through the hole there, the offensive player, and he comes up with the big sack there, fourth down. Great job by the Tigers. They're giving up some yards there, but not giving up a touchdown, as we saw that previous play. Great job by Perpilia and the rest of the defense. So here we go. We have the return of Tommy Davis, who missed a few games due to injury. Comes out with Sapness in the backfield. Hoff the near the wing back. And a flag comes in before anything across the line. And wait for that official signal. And it's going to be against Marple Newtown. A false start penalty, Steve. So not, not the way you want to open up your first drive. Yeah, four offsides penalties already. Three on the Tigers, one on the Cougars here. And the Tigers have three and then two on defense, one here. On offense, uh, they got to settle down. Like to see them being a little anxious, wanting to get off the ball there, but they got to be poised and uh, wait for the uh, snap. First down and 15 now for Marple with 8:20 to go. First quarter, nothing, nothing to score. Davis under center. Assesses the defense. Puts Hoff in motion. It's a handoff to Adrian Sapness up the middle. He picks up a few yards before he's brought down. Adrian Sapness. It looks like maybe number four was in on the play there. Dan Dickinson, the senior linebacker. And Seth's going to be key for Satness, Hoff, and Rossberry to have good games tonight. Satness coming off a big performance last week. Two touchdowns on 142 yards uh, last week at Pancrest. So expect him to continue that tonight. Second down and 12 for Marple from their own 30-yard line. Davis under center. Nick Rhodes far side receiver. Ball's near hash. Hoff, the wing back, he goes in motion to that far side. It is a fake handoff. Davis is going to look to throw. He's got Nick Rhodes wide open. Nick Rhodes makes the catch. 40, no one in front of him. 30, 20. No one's going to catch him. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. Tommy Davis, welcome back to the starting lineup. Wow, what a pitching catch. Great protection by the offensive line. 
Tommy Davis had time there. Good fake with Hoff as he steps back and finds his man, number one, Nick Rhodes. Reminds me, back in 06, uh, John Liberty to Pat Eigeldinger on this very same field here where the Tigers made their first playoff appearance in school history. So a great pitch and catch, Davis um, to Rhodes there. Great job by the Tigers. Greg, you up there? Hey, Dave. All right, what a play that was going all the way down the distance. Rhodes was wide open as this Tiger sideline went absolutely crazy. And thank you, Dave. Absolutely. Yeah, you had a great view of that one. And, and there we go. Brendan Bradley puts it through to make it 7 nothing. Marple Newtown. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Craig Pecco, Steve Reynolds back here with you. Brendan Bradley set to kick after the 69-yard pass play from Tommy Davis to Nick Rhodes here in the first quarter, giving Marple the lead. Bradley sets up to kick. Last kick was a short one. And this thing's going to be driven right into the ground. Takes a big hop. It's going to be picked up at the 31 by Springfield. Across the 40. And they got some running room, but brought down at midfield. That time was number 84, Nick Gorman. Abel Hoff, number 7, coming, making another special teams tackle for the Tigers. As Springfield starts with a great field position right at midfield, Greg. So... A strong start defensively for Marple when they got into the red zone. They really stiffened up and kept Springfield from getting any points. And then offensively, they come back, and three plays later, they go deep to Nick Rhodes to put seven on the board. Here we go now. Allen out of that pistol again. It's a fake handoff. Allen's going to keep it himself. He runs right up the middle, but right there in his face to make the stop. Big number 77, Zach Falcone. Falcone, the big boy at defensive tackle. Creates a wall there. Does a good job of... Playing half the man, shutting the block, and being there on the tackle for the Tigers' defense. So here we go, second down and nine from Marple's 49, just across that 50. It's probably about 49 and a half yard lines. Allen comes out under center this time. It's going to be a handoff to Brackenier, off guard to the far side. Falcone's there again to stack him up, and no gain. Somebody's going to block him if you're the Cougars there, Zach. Falcone back-to-back plays as he busts through the line again and makes a tackle. I saw him in the locker room before this. He was amped up, ready to come out here and play Springfield. And Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, he's a player that kind of was put in spot situations that start the season and kind of has earned that full-time role. Yeah, he's uh, really earned that role, making two big tackles there, Greg. Three wide receivers near side, one far. Allen takes the snap out of the shotgun. He looks to throw near side. It is in and out of the hands, and number eight for Springfield, John Ferguson, incomplete, brings up fourth down. Good outside pressure by the defensive ends. Uh, Turner and catcher Katsis as a quarterback for Springfield steps back. Allen steps back and can't find his man. Incomplete pass, so good three and out for the Tigers after a big score. So 7 nothing. they'll get the ball back here in the first. Punning is number eight, John Ferguson. 18-18. 
All right, number 18, Dylan Power. He gets the punt off. It's a low-line drive. Hoff lets it hit down, and they're going to let it spot down at the 18-yard line that time. And Marple will take over with 6.07 to go in this first quarter. Steve, what do you like so far? I love it. As I said, one of the keys of the game was the big play. Marple Utah already made one of those big plays on the second play of the game. And I like how they settled down on defense. Uh, first drive, they let up a lot of yards there. But they, they, they bent, but they didn't break, as they, they say in the expression. But and they came out the second uh, series on defense and had a three out. So they're playing very aggressive out there. So first and ten for Marple from their own 19-yard line officially. Davis comes out, no wide receivers this time. Hoff now in the backfield with Sapness. And a handoff goes to Sapness off guard far side. He's going to pick up four yards before he's brought down short of that 25-yard line. And Sapness gets the ball up the middle there for the Tigers. Crowder in on the play there for the Cougars, number 32, the junior linebacker. Davis comes out in the huddle directing his team. It'll be second down and six, 5.40 to go. First quarter, Marple leads 7 nothing. Nick Rhodes comes out near side receiver. Ball is far hash at that 23. Davis under center. He's got Hoff as a wingback near side. And he's going to fake the hand off the Sapness. He's going to give Hoff, who's going to try and go around the end of the far side, but he's brought down at the line of scrimmage. And they have that belly sweep there, that fake belly dive inside the Sapness. Tom Davis pulls it and gives it to Hoff on the end around there. Cougars doing a good job there of stuffing at the line of scrimmage. That was a play that Hoff killed Strathaven on earlier in the season, uh, gashing them twice, once in that overtime. Third down and six for Marple. Davis comes out under center with Rhodes on the near side as the receiver. As Hoff is the near side wing back. Now they reverse. As Rossboro drops far side wing back. Hoff to the backfield. Davis is going to look to throw. He's got a block now. He's going to step up. He's going to get it away in time, but incomplete as he's being hit. Intended for Adrian Sapness. That'll bring up fourth down, and Marple will have to punt, Steve. Yeah, Tommy Davis had a lot of pressure coming in on that front side. Couldn't really do anything. Tucked it. Had initially had room, but Cougars do a good job of closing on him. He just gets it away there. Good, smart decision by Davis. The Tigers are going to come out here and punt it away as Kelly jogs out on the field. So Kelly will set to punt. 4.38 to go. Back to return for Springfield, Mike Fiegel and Luke Spence. Punt is off and away by Kelly. It's going to hit down at the 50. It's going to be picked up by Spence on that. Fiegel on the far side is going to run all the way over to the near side at the 45. Dodges one tackle, crosses the 50 across the Marple 45, cuts back at the 40, and then brought down at the 38 on the near side of the field, Steve. The catcher Katsis and Rossborough both in on the tackle there. So another good return there this time on uh, the punt. And Springfield has great field position in Tigers territory already. So it'll be first and ten for Springfield from the Tigers 37-yard line. Allen comes out. Four wide receivers out of the shotgun. He's got Brackenier as his running back to his right out of this gun. Now Brackenier moves over to the left side. 
Allen takes the snap. It's a handoff to Brackenier. He goes on a little bit of a belly to the inside far side, and he only gets a few yards. Good runoff tackle there. And Cunningham hits him there as Rhodes uh, comes in and cleans it up. So Tigers give about three yards there. Right back on the ball is Springfield on second and seven. Allen out of that gun. Four wide receivers again. Takes the handoff. It's a screen pass far side of the field. Dickinson picks it up, and he's going to be brought down for a short gain on the play. Or John Ferguson, excuse me, making the catch. Coming up a third. Coming up a third down here for the Tigers' defense. Marple trying to check guys in. Ball at the Marple 30 on third and three here. As Allison gets Allen gets signals from the sideline. Four wide receivers split two to the near, two to the far. Hands off up the middle to Bracken near. He's got the first down. He's across the 25, across the 20, and brought down inside the Tigers' red zone at the 16-yard line. And he's a shifty runner there as Rhodes, number one, the senior outside backer, comes in, brings him down there. Bracken here does a great job of cutting through that line. And we're inside the red zone now, and Send it to Dave DePasco in just a second. Allen's going to keep it on an option play. Now he's going to cut it back up and gets a few yards there. Dave, what do you have for us? He didn't see anything. He went to try to go far side right there. There's a few Tigers were waiting for him as they penetrated and brought him back to the inside. Right back on the ball. Second and eight for Springfield. Allen out of that gun again. Wide receivers, four set. Fakes the handoff to Bracken. He's going to look to throw to the slot receiver. It's over his head. Incomplete. That was intended for number 31, Mike Flegel. He had his man there. Just overthrow him in the end zone. Right there. He was open. He had no one behind him, but the safety was to the middle. And... Third down again and eight for Springfield here at the Marple 13. They stalled out earlier from close to this distance. Four three-step drop now out of the gun for Allen. He's going to step up. He's going to look to make a room. He's hit pretty hard and brought down there, Dave. Uh, a little bit of a hard hit there. Great tackle by uh, A.J. Cunningham coming alongside. Saw the quarterback. No one was open down the field as it looks like Springfield's going to take a field goal. And that does appear to be the case as Allen comes off as they're waiting for final direction here. And now Springfield takes a timeout to discuss this up fourth and four from the Marple nine with 2.23 to go. Marple leads seven to nothing. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now, and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Back here, live action. Springfield on fourth and four. Sets up. No Allen on the field, so they're going to set up for what appears, which should be a 26-yard field goal, right, Steve? Yep. Ball's at the nine-yard line. Kicker seven yards back there, and he got another ten yards in the end zone there. No, they come out with Allen under center now. He kind of snuck in there on us. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to roll to the near side. He's going to look to throw. He's got his receiver. It's tipped by Marble Newtown. Incomplete. And they'll take over on downs again. Another red zone stop. Dave, what do you have for us down there, bud? Scrolled out to the side and didn't see anyone open. Great defensive play to get Tigers back to football. Dave, did you see who got the deflection? Appears to be number one, Nick Rhodes there. 
kind of hard to tell from up here. Yeah, it was Rhodes came out there as Allen rolled out, had his man, but Rhodes does a good job of shuffling with him and just stuck his hands up. Great job by the Tigers' defense as they get off the field again. So Tommy Davis back under center. He's got Nick Rhodes, the receiver, to the near side. Sapness in the backfield with Hoff. Rossborough, the far side wing back. Rossborough comes in motion to that near side. And Davis is going to hand off up the middle to Sapness. He's got a bit of a hole. He picks up a few yards, but is brought down at about the 13, 14-yard line. Yeah, it looks like number 32 and number 51 in on the play. It's Adam Crowder and it's like Matt Methley. Uh, they come in and make the play there for the Cougars, and the Cougars have done a good job of stuffing the Tigers' run. Just show that just that one big play by the Tigers is a difference here, seven nothing. So I expect Davis to go back in the air here. Maybe not down here on the earned 13 yard line, but we'll see what they do. Second and seven for Marple, 139 to go in this first quarter. Davis under center. Davis sends. A man in motion, and he is hit immediately, but he gets the handoff off to Sapness, who goes to the far side and is brought down after a few yards there. And that could have been dangerous there. He hands the ball off, immediate penetration in the backfield. Looked like the defensive tackle just busted through the line there, but Davis is able to hand the ball off, and the Tigers pick up a few yards here, bring up a big third down and five in their own territory. It was actually Abel Hoff on the carry that time, so just to correct that. And now, Marple, Marple comes out. Two receivers to the near side. They are Rye, Ra, and Rhodes. And Davis is going to look to throw it. A quick pass to Rhodes. He's at the 20. He makes the catch. He tries to get forward. He's got the first down and a little bit more. Marple will move the chains. Steve, good play there. Number four in on the tackle. That's Dan Dickinson. Again, the senior linebacker. But a nice hitch route by Nick Rhodes. Good three-step drop by uh, Tommy Davis. He finds his man off the break, picks up the first down. Good job by the Tigers all around. Update you from around the Central League. Garnet Valley have it for first quarter 7-7. Ridley beating Pencrest 7-2 first quarter. And Harrison beating Strathaven 12-0. Davis under center. He's got Rhodes the far side as the receiver. Hoff the wing back to the near side. Hoff goes in motion to the far side of the field. And flags come in as the whistle blows, Steve. Looks like it's going to be a... We'll say it's going to be a false start as the Cougars clap there. So that's going to be their second false start of the game here in the first quarter. And it comes with 20.8 to go in this first quarter. That'll be first and 15 now, Steve, from their own 17. Tigers going to keep doing a good job here. As you see their defense, they had a three and out and two good drives by the Cougars, but the defense didn't break. They held their own down in the red zone. So you like to see that if you're Coach or Apollo and the rest of the coaching staff. And the clock bowl has to move if they want to get this one off before the clock runs down to the end of the quarter. Davis settling his guys, so they're not going to run a play here. So it'll be 7-0. Marple leads at the end of the first. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.